What's up people? It's Danielle here, the founder of I Empower Creatives, and I want to welcome you to the Creative Superhero Podcast, where we fight dead mindsets and fly into purpose. So let's get into it. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what? So what? So what's the scenario? <laughs> so we are impacting culture. Uh, we've been in this zone, and we're going to be in this zone for a while because I truly believe in the power of impacting culture, impacting the world that you're in, the people that you're around, and impacting them for the better. Right? That's what we want to be doing. We want to be impacting for the better, and it's much like influence, the power of making change, and we want positive change positive change. We've had so much drama over the past how long and how would it feel if we could just take the responsibility, the responsibility that we can, not that we can't, not forcing it, right? Uh, But just taking the responsibility to impact culture in the right way. So today's topic is really centered around leadership, right? It's one of my favorite areas because there's so much dynamic. I mean, we could dig deep into this in so many ways, but we are going to stick with um, a couple couple areas right about now. So I've split this into two sections because there are, um, for me, I believe that it's important to look from these two different perspectives. And one of them is leadership from the form of being led, right? Because to a certain degree, we are all being led in some way. And the other one is being a leader. Now, I believe that everybody is a leader because you have to lead yourself, right? That's part of leadership is leading yourself and knowing how to do that. Um, But also to a a certain extent, everyone is being um, led, you are being led by someone or something sometimes. We're not going to go into that too much. That's for another time. But in this case, we're looking at uh, being led and leading. And so I've got some pointers. And if you are taking notes, in fact, take the notes. We can take mental notes, right? And um, they make impact. And I do believe in that. Uh, But sometimes, especially, I guess, because in my background, I'm so used to journaling, um, but writing things down and meditating on things is is of great importance. So I want to give you, first of all, my five, um, my five areas, uh, maybe six, but my five areas of um, w- what to remember when you are being led. OK, we're going to tackle that first. So the first point is that I want you to remember when you're being led is that you're not the only person that your leader has responsibility over. You're not the only person. As much as you would like to be, you are not the only person. I've seen in so many situations where somebody doesn't get what they want or they feel kind of left out of stuff and all of this kind of stuff, um, which are normal feelings. They are normal feelings, right? But what we tend to do is uh, let offense take a spotlight we give it the stage and offense turns into bitterness and bitterness turns into anger and then resentment and all of these things follow and, and you know, it's, it's not good for us. And sometimes it's simply stemmed out of the fact that 
we got uh, slightly offended when our leader didn't show up for us as an individual how we thought they should have shown up for us or what they what we thought that they should have done right and that's just not the case sometimes leaders have you know a multitude of people to deal with it's not just us so sometimes we have to get over ourselves in that aspect and know how to go and communicate we have to communicate exactly how we're feeling, you know, and sometimes if we don't have the words, it's, it's important to turn around and say, hey, I'm going to probably say this wrong because my emotions are going to get in the way. But I'd really like you to hear my heart. OK, so that's uh, the first area. The second one is um, remembering that they are still human. They are human. OK. Sometimes we, we look at people who are doing big things and going out there and, um, you know, doing great stuff. And we're like, oh, you know, they're superhuman. They've got superpowers. I, you know, I've had that a lot. And I know that I can operate in the form of being a super a superhero. This is the creative superhero podcast, right? I love that concept. But there is still a part of me that is human. If you listen to the episode of why I love Marvel, uh, one of the things I spoke about is the fact that they are, they were still human. We saw, and I'm going to go here because I'm a Marvel fan, but we saw Iron Man go on a journey after he saved New, New York. We saw him go on this journey of feeling, of having dreams and trauma and all of these real emotions that we have. We are able to do amazing things. We're called to do amazing things, but we are still human and we have to remember that about our leaders. Point three, they need support too. <laughs> if you think that you need support, how much more does your leader need? It isn't, they're not a leader just because they have the support or they just always know what to do, you know? And we, we can go through the characteristics of leadership another time, but hey, listen, the, the, the leaders who are leading you need support too. So whatever field you're in, you know, I witnessed this in corporate, I witnessed this in dance, I witnessed this in theater, film, how people get, you know, they think that this leader should always have the answers to everything, whether they're the, the director or the producer, you know, or the coach or whatever. They, they need support as well. They are walking a, a road and a journey just like you are. And it doesn't often, it doesn't always mean you need to support them. That's not what I'm saying. It's just recognizing, hey, they may be struggling in that area. And what can you do to communicate better so that you're helpful? The Colourful Business Society is a mastermind of big thinkers, wild dreamers, and those who are painting the world in colour through their business and ideas. We want to help you start, grow and scale what it is that's in your heart. And we believe that with a supportive community and the business resources that we supply, as well as our coaches and guest trainers, you are going to flourish. So if you know that you're ready to start, grow and scale that amazing thing that's in your heart, I want to invite you to head over to www.iempowerment.co.uk forward slash courses and check out the Colourful Business Society. So the fourth point I want you to remember when it comes to being led is that leaders make decisions for the greater vision, okay? They make decisions for the greater vision. So what does that mean? Because sometimes it can mean that they make decisions that you don't agree with, but really they're, they're sometimes decisions that you don't yet understand. Um, and it's important that when you're being led, whether you understand a situation, you know, 
leadership uh, and being led by certain leaders are built on trust. And I'm sure you would agree that sometimes it's when somebody has done one thing to kind of, you know, disvalue your trust or, or knock that down, it can be hard to trust them again, even if you trusted them really quick. We're so quick to we will trust somebody and they'll do good thing after good thing after good thing. And then they'll do one thing and then it will completely ruin, you know, your perspective and your willingness to be uh, to trust them again. And, and this happens. This is part of you know, being human. We get it. Uh, but sometimes we have to really look at the situation and think, you know, is this decision that's being made for the greater vision? Or is it that I want a decision, you know, and I want a decision right now that is in alignment with whatever it is that we're thinking? Leaders make decisions for a greater vision. They're always thinking ahead and thinking forward to where this next thing is going to lead. And when you're being led, you're not always going to understand that. You're not always going to understand that. But we just have to be um, or we're not always going to understand what you know what the overall vision is but we're going to have to trust for the one step that you can take you you trust for that moment uh so the fifth and final point in this section is um leaders they are often doing the thing that you are afraid to do leaders are not afraid of taking risk they know that it comes at a cost they need to take risk risk but oftentimes it's it's them putting themselves out there and those who they are, are leading are maybe, you know, they have a little bit more fear around that area. They need someone to go ahead of them. They need someone to go ahead of them and pave the way. Now, there's nothing wrong with this because not everybody is called to lead in certain capacities, right? Martin Luther King was a, a certain type of leader. The Queen Elizabeth is a, a, is a certain type of leader. But the mother at home is a certain type of leader. If you've got a company, you know, whatever standpoint you're in, you are a leader for a particular season or a particular place or a particular time or a particular people, right? And certain bigger decisions, you know, that may be ahead of you, you may need somebody to lead you into there. It's not as easy for you to see. There are certain things that I do that people around me will not do. Their fear around that, they don't trust themselves enough to do it. Likewise, there are certain things that I don't do that people who lead me or are ahead of me will step into. And so it's important to have the respect for those in those positions that they're going forward they're being the pioneers they're stepping out and doing that thing that maybe you're just a bit afraid to do so they are the five things that I am inviting you to remember when it comes to being led you know you're not the only person that your your leader is leading leaders are still human they need support too they make decisions for the greater vision and they often do what those who are following them are afraid to do. So those are our five points to remember when it comes to being led. Now I want to head into the five areas of uh, being a leader. Like what does it take to be a leader? What do leaders, you know, do often? What are those things that kind of come to mind? And these are the things that I would say are kind of top for me that I encounter or that I see. So here we go. So when you are a leader, Point one, 
Not everyone will be happy with any choice you make. I'm going to say that again. Not everyone will be happy with any choice you make. You may make a choice and 80% of the room is happy with that choice. You may, you know, and there's that 20% that's not happy. You may make a choice where 50% and 50, whatever it is. Here's the facts of the matter. You need to still make a choice. You, no matter what happens, you have to make the choice. Not everyone is going to agree. Not everyone's going to be happy with it. Okay. You have to think about the, the vision and where you're going. So no matter what happens, you have to make a choice and know that everyone's not going to be on your side about it. Point two, as a leader, you need to stay loyal to your standards. Stay loyal to your standards. And where people cannot keep up with your standards, they will roll out. They will roll out and get lost. So, but you want to keep your standards there. You have them in place for a reason. And if you are a leader with standards, you know, and, the, and they're morally right, you know, they're, they're for the, the good, right? You know that there's a push you forward. I have very, very high standards when it comes to certain things. And then there's certain things that I don't really care about, right? <laughs> like that's the pattern with anybody and everyone in the world. But there are certain standards that I want to keep in place of how I'm carrying myself or how I turn up to somewhere, to an event or what I put out there, what I speak about. There are certain standards that I want to attain to. There are certain levels I won't go down to. I will not be uh, in, in certain conversations or, you know, around certain people who are talking certain ways like, demoralin or anything like that and I've been there before and I had to put a standard in place I'm not willing to drop that standard and if you don't if you don't like the fact that I don't want to sit there and gossip about things then that's your business you know we're not on the same wavelength with that and, and what people tend to do when they realize that your standards aren't in a certain place they leave they distance themselves so do not drop your standards for anybody right don't do that. So point, uh, point number two, stay loyal to your standards. But here's point number three. Understand who can keep up with your standards. There is this kind of notion that sometimes we can put out these really, really, really high standards and kind of marry them to expectation. And when certain people that we expect to meet those expectations because they should understand our standards don't, then we're faced with disappointment and failure and all those kinds of things. There are certain people that I do not expect certain things from. There's no point in doing that because if I do, I'm going to be setting myself up for disappointment. And who's really got time for that? Because that goes into a whole downward spiral of other things. That takes me off focus. I want to stay ex expectant of the greatness in my life in, in front of me. I want to stay focused to that. But I know that there are going to be some people along the way that cannot meet those expectations and therefore do not understand my standards and therefore I don't require anything from. Like I can talk to anybody and I think that we need to be people who can communicate, right? That's the, that's the thing of leadership. Communication is key. But we want to understand people. Understand that there are going to be certain people who cannot meet your expectations, cannot meet your standards. Understand them so that you know where to put your effort. So that's point three, understand who can keep up with your standards. Point four, which is a massive, 
massive deal. If you take nothing else from this podcast episode, take this one. Build good boundaries. I beg of you. I implore you. I invite you. Like, build good boundaries. I um, have shared about boundaries before, but it's it's so um, necessary in the realm of leadership because I've been a person with poor boundaries. I know what that feels like and I'm sure you can relate, right? When you are feeling down about something, when you are not being feeling understood, all of these different things, there's things that come up and, and most of the time they are related to poor boundaries. They're related to us not having good enough boundaries we don't know where we end and where other people begin. And especially as a business owner, for me, I've had to put boundaries in place for the beginning of 2021. I took my, my business serious in lockdown 2020 and stepping into 2021, I was like, there are some people who are too close. Let me tell you something. I love everybody. I love you, Powerlets. I love you, Powerlets. You are amazing. If you're part of this community, you are a Powerlet. You power on, you get plugged in this community, you're able to ignite and alight other people, right? But if I just kept myself open to everybody all the time in our community, in family, in friendship, if I was doing that all the time, I'd be drained. I would be pouring from an empty cup. And I have done that before. And let me tell you, it's not worth your peace. It is not worth your peace. So where do you need to bring in better boundaries? Most people need to develop their boundaries, but where do you need to bring in better boundaries so that you can understand, you know, where your lines are, what you're not willing to negotiate, what you're not willing to tolerate. A lot of the times we're tolerating things when we get upset. I'm, I have a friend, I'm going to keep her name secure, but I have a friend who for a long time was really, really upset with people would give and she would get angry when she wouldn't get back. And I mean, who wouldn't be upset when they're giving so much and not getting anything in return, right? But this would make her really, really angry. Over and over again, we'd be in conversations and she'd be angry until she understood, yo, I'm, I'm giving way too much. I got no boundaries in place, right? So she had to start building up those walls. And that's going to take time because when people think that they have continuous access to you, they think that they can do that. And, and at any time that they need you, you're going to show up. You know, it's hard to, to rein that back in and to then put those boundaries because then they're like, yo, well, you know, all of this kind of stuff and, and insecurities and all, that, all, that, all those kind of things. But you, as a leader... You know, it's up to you to start to implement that. One of the implementations I had to put in my business is to um, remind clients to message me in our private, our private platform. Because, um, you know, a, a lot of the clients I've known, my clients I've known, there's people I've known from the past and new people. And if they get my number, they've got my number, they message me, they'll drop me a, a WhatsApp, drop me a text message and all this kind of stuff at any kind of times. And I had to kind of rein that in and... I had this process of, oh, I'm going to, let me just quickly respond. I just, I'll just quickly respond to that. Oh, I'll just quickly send that voice note. Oh, I'll just quickly listen to that. Oh, it's Saturday. And this is the day I said I wouldn't work, but she's only just sent me this message. Let me just. And I had to get serious about my own boundaries and what I wanted out of 
my my work and my business and how I want it to operate. If you have a business or you are a business, you set the standard of that. As a leader, you're setting the standard of your way of working and of your lifestyle. And especially if you work for yourself, huh, no one is going to tell you how to do this and how to run this. You have to be self-evaluating in order to build good boundaries and to know what is the right moves to make within your business. Now, don't get me wrong. Point five, have a mentor, have a coach, have a leader, someone that you are following and someone that you can learn from. Point five, I think that that is so important and that correlates and relates to having healthy boundaries in place because you're learning from those who have gone before you there is no way that I would know how to run certain things and systems in my business if I did not have a coach there is no way I would have learned to do that and so it's really important that you have someone that guides you I've come across people and known people that are have been very much in their own zone um, you know, they're going to go at it alone. They're going to make this happen. They're going to go and they're going to go and they're going to be secretive and they're going to hide and, and, and just, oh yeah, tunnel vision. But we are hardwired for connection. That is the reality of it. And in order to, to shift forward, there is power in numbers, right? We literally just had our Colorful Business Society retreat. And one of the girls said on there, we is power in numbers. There is a reason for types of success and you need people to guide you. You need to, to have the relation and, and it just helps strategies, you know, understanding yourselves, digging deep reflection. It just helps. And so if you are someone wanting to build something or do something, have a mentor, get a mentor, get someone who's going to lead you into that place, someone that you can trust. You know, that might not be me, doesn't need to be, but get somebody who's going to be able to do that for you and with you. It is a journey. So the five tips I've just dropped of when you are a leader, not everybody will be happy with any choice you make. Stay, stay loyal to your standards. Understand who can actually keep those standards and expectations. Build good boundaries and have a mentor, coach or leader. This is the process of impacting culture and in, in, impacting the culture that you're in. If you want to make impact, it is about gathering all you've got, right? And, and digging deep and understanding where you're at and understanding how to grow. Uh, one of the, the, the women in our, in our um, mastermind actually was saying, you know, she, she hasn't looked deep enough into self-reflection. She doesn't do that enough. And now that she is, she is seeing the steps forward in her business. And this is the thing, your business, your idea, your dream can only grow to the extent that you do. If this has blessed you in any way, shape or form, send it to a friend, send it to someone who you know is a leader and who you feel could do with some encouragement or just some pointers to remember. Um, and don't forget, you can drop me a DM at this Danielle on Instagram or send us an email at contact at iempowerment.co.uk. That is I-M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E-N-T.co.uk. We would love to hear from you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for listening to the Creative Superhero Podcast, which is sponsored by I Empower Creatives, a community that supports creative entrepreneurs to fight dead mindsets and to fly into their purpose so that they can live powerfully. I'll see you on the next episode.